Woo! Good morning, good morning, good morning, and happy Sunday. Here we are on Weightless in Mind, Body, and Spirit with Dr. Carol Penn, your doubly board certified family medicine doctor and obesity medicine specialist, and your master movement meditation and mindset coach, two-time best-selling author, speaker, blogger, podcaster, and passionate, passionate, passionate about your health and well-being. As an obesity medicine specialist, we talk about obesity as being a disease that's multifactorial, relapsing and remitting and affecting every major organ system, including your very structure. We have arthritis and increased joint pain, just the stress load alone of carrying those extra pounds. We talk about the impact on cardiovascular health, on endocrine health, and we also talk about your impact on your mental health, your social health, all of yourself, encompassing everything, all aspects of your life. We know that prevention is our best medicine, right? So one of the things I like to do on this show is bring on my super friends that are experts that can help us take better care of ourselves. And today is no different. I have two super friends waiting backstage who are Oh my goodness, they are large in what they do in the world. They are naturopathic doctors. Have you guys ever met an ND up close? Well, you're going to meet two of my super friends that are experts in their field of medicine. They are internationally known. You're going to meet them in a minute. So stay tuned and get excited go ahead and get out that notebook or get out that journal because you're going to want to take down some of this information so you can apply it to yourself. And as always, this is a show that's about information. It's about education. We are not diagnosing and we are not treating anything at all on this show. I want you to take your questions that are pertinent to yourself, to your healthcare professional team, whoever that is for you, that's where you go for your diagnosis and treatment and to ask those kind of questions as regards to your individual health. And I also want you to think in this country, yes, we do have a healthcare crisis, but beyond that, we really have a self-care crisis. People have forgotten how to take care of themselves. People have forgotten how to take care of themselves. So waiting backstage today, I am just going to go over here and take a look at my notes. So just to give a little glimmer, but they're going to introduce themselves much more fully, much more fully. We have my buddy, my sister, Doc. Dr. Jaquel Patterson. She's a nationally recognized naturopathic physician, best-selling author, 
and sought after speaker. In addition to her work as a naturopathic physician, she has worked as a healthcare executive for over and for 11 years in the capacity of operations, integrated and integrative care and quality improvement. Now, where do you get that? Where do you hear that? Those areas of expertise. And I can tell you, she is a systems thinker. Dr. Uh, Jaquel Patterson combines her expertise in business and medicine in both her practice. And when she is coaching and mentoring others, Dr. Jaquel is a sought after speaker and presents at large conferences like annual World Congress, anti-aging medicine, um, A-Forum Venetian, and has applied multiple, uh, appear, not applied, appeared multiple times and multiple publications in televisions and radio. She is, let me go back here, my God, Long's published in New York Magazine, USA Today, Real Simple Magazine, Under Armour, Fitness Pal, a natural practitioner, naturopathic doctor news, and um, review and spa. Dr. Jabel is also the medical advisor for Zykel uh, Biocuticals Healthcare and Vermont Hemp Health. In addition to her naturopathic medical degree, she has an MBA in healthcare management from Quinnipiac University and has her undergraduate degree from Cornell University. She is a powerhouse, you all. She is a powerhouse. And then, of course, you know, we have another powerhouse in the house. My friend, colleague in the Medical Moguls Academy, and both, by the way, we all met in the Medical Moguls Academy and we share the same business coach. We're so grateful for Dr. Dreon Birch. We have Dr. Sam Price. Now y'all sit back, listen to this, listen to this. As a world-class expert in natural medicine, Dr. Sam Price, a.k.a. Dr. Sam, is a licensed concierge naturopathic physician. She is sought after for her knowledge and mastery of blood type science and blood type diet and how this integrates into the field epigenetics, the study of our genes and neutrogenomics, the scientific study of the interaction of nutrition and genes. You hear this, y'all? You're going to get, you know, really... You know, food, food is medicine, maybe. Hashtag, just saying. Through in-office appointments and telemedicine, she spends hours with her patients. She listens, cares, and then helps to create the perfect plan. She helps her patients lead a more balanced and healthy life by getting to the root cause of their challenges, by giving them real-world advice and natural remedies to stay vibrant. Dr. Sam is a three times number one best-selling author and international speaker, supplement formulator, sleep medicine expert, wellness retreat producer, wife, and mom. Dr. Sam is the chief medical officer for Balanced Integration, where she bridges alternative and conventional medicine using the best of science, and empirical evidence to transform illness into wellness. She earned her medical degree from Southwell College of Naturopathic Medicine, rotated through the family residency program at Jamaica Hospital in Jamaica, Queens, hashtag Jamaica. I lived in Jamaica, Queens for a moment and uh, finished her first residency program granted by Dr. Peter Damo, author of the New York Times bestseller, Eat Right for Your Type. So I want to welcome them both on the show this morning. They are smiling. They are backstage. 
They are ready to join us. There they are. Aren't they beautiful? And on top of that, they are all beautiful. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. And already we have folks that are up that are saying good morning. So let's see who's with us, all right? So good morning and welcome, Sharon. Good morning and welcome, Victoria. Good morning and welcome, Wanda. Good morning, Dr. Dietrich. And good morning, Dr. Kathy. Welcome. Good morning, uh, Patricia. Patricia's already commenting. She's saying, I agree that I don't take good care of myself when I'm in pain. My RA is flared up, looking forward to wrapping my hands around a cup of tea. So, yeah, so, mm. so it seems like, you know, warmth might be something that makes her feel better. But we're all going to learn how to take better care of ourselves. And, yes, Dr. Dietrich is wishing us all a wonderful welcome. So, yay, yay, yay. So I told you, I don't know, these early birds, these early birds are up and they're ready. So I'm going to bring... Dr. Sam on first, who's really going to educate us as to what is an ND. So we, we see MDDO, we see all these initials after people's names. What is an ND? I am here. So thank you so much, Dr. Carol, for having me. I so appreciate the opportunity to educate on what is naturopathic medicine. It is my love and my passion and so happy that I found it. So naturopathic physicians, so you know how you have a DO, a doctor of osteopathy, an MD, a medical doctor, a DC, a doctor of chiropractic medicine, and ND is a naturopathic doctor or a naturopathic doctorate. Okay, so that is the type of doctor we are. We do the same first two years as you do in any medical school. That's your biochem, your um, anatomy, learning the different parts of the body, all of the gross anatomy labs and just the basics. Right. So those first two years are exactly the same. Um, we do go to what's called a naturopathic medical school. Um, it's specific. It, it uh, caters to in the third and the fourth year, we're going to learn some different things. So after the first two years, we normally take what's called basic science boards. And that's from the naturopathic physicians licensing examination. I say that that's analogous to the USMLE, like step one. So we have to take these board exams so that we are proficient in the basic sciences. So in my school, I went to Southwest College of Naturopathic Medicine. We have to pass that exam in order for us to even go shadow the doctors and for us to get into um, the clinical medicine where we're actually being able to talk to patients at that point. And then in the third and the fourth years, that's where we start learning. In my school, we learned acupuncture, where we start learning homeopathy, where we really delve into nutrition and botanical medicine, all the things that you think of that are natural, but they are medicines. So we use food as medicine. We use um, botanicals and plants as medicine. Those type of things are taught in our third and our fourth year. And then once we finish all of our schooling, we then have to sit for another board exam, which is our clinical science board exams. Um, 
So I think that the real difference that I want you guys to understand is that when you are looking for a naturopathic physician, you really need to look for a naturopathic physician that is um, licensed, which means that they've taken that second step of the board exams, that they have actually gone to school from an accredited school recognized by the U.S. government. Um, and I know Dr. Jaquel is going to get into this a little bit more, but in general, your naturopathic physician is an expert in natural medicine. We spend four years learning how to do this. We spend years in our clinical uh, setting with other doctors teaching us and also in uh, with our patients learning how to make this work. We also specialize in the interaction of drugs and supplements. That's huge, you guys. I have patients who come in with boatloads of supplements and I'm like, oh my goodness, this has B in this, this has B in it, this has B in it. So now they're getting a plethora of B or a plethora of some other type of herb because it's in four different ones, but you know, their friend told them to take this and their friend told them to take that. So we specialize in that and we can help you do it safely. Excellent. Thank you so much. I, when I was looking at choosing what area of medicine I wanted to go into, I really wish I had known more of what you are talking about because I find in my practice as an osteopathic doctor, the philosophies are very much aligned, yes. and I, which I'm, I'm really grateful for. But you know, the, the longer I am. <laughs> you know, practicing and what I'm offering, you know, my patients, it really, it, it keeps going back to nature for me. It keeps going back to what is natural. It keeps going back to what we could do as individuals in the self-care. And you all really are the experts in this. I would say, you know, before that term integrative healthcare or integrative <laughs> a practitioner came out, was very popular. You all are the original integrative medicine. You really are. All right. So thank you. And Dr. Sam, where are you based? I am in Michigan. Um, I do have a virtual practice right now, not actually in the office right now. And so I'm seeing a lot of different patients from all over right now. Excellent. Excellent. And so Dr. Jaquel, apparently, you know, Dr. Sam just used all over right now. Where do we find NDs? Where do we find mm -hmm. and talk a little bit about that and let us know where you're based. Yeah, so um, you can actually find so on naturopathic, N-A-T-U-R-O-P-A-T-H-I-C, so naturopathic.org. So that's a list of licensed doctors, as Dr. Sam said. So that's really important. Um, like she mentioned um, that we they graduated from accredited school. There's only... I always forget the number. I think it's like five or six accredited schools throughout the United States. So it's really key to know because you want to make sure you have someone that has the right education, right training. Like Dr. Sam said, we are trained in drug-herb interaction. So that's something we constantly work with and with our patients. And um, yeah, so naturopathic.org, also um, INM Institute for Natural Medicine has a lot of information just on education, general education about naturopathic medicine, which is more public facing. So that's also a really, really helpful tool to look at. And so I was also, I forgot, immediate past president of the American Association of Naturopathic Physicians, first person of color. So um, 
So that's always something we try to put out in terms of a lot of education about what we do, what our training is, how it's different. A lot of people talk to me about what that is in comparison to functional medicine. Functional medicine, we always say we're kind of like the, the grandparents of functional medicine. It's kind of a segment of, of what we do. That's, I mean, that's part of our inclusive, included within our training itself. Um, but we are the original recipe, like, <laughs> like, like, uh, I guess Dr. Carol alluded to. So I'm um, getting any information. Naturopathic.org would be the best place to find a doctor. Yes. Excellent. And so notice that throughout the show today, I'm going to be putting up website information where you can directly connect with these two powerhouses you know, send your follow-up questions. And of course, I, as always, invite you to be engaged and alive and put your questions in the chat here. So what? You can get answers in real time right now. Where do you get that opportunity? Do you know how much it, it, it costs? You know, the value of this information when you are engaging with experts in the field. And here we do it for free. Well, not exactly for free because you've chosen to wake up and invest your time. And that, my my beloveds, is actually priceless. And we're so grateful. And Dr. Lisa has joined us. My goodness, we've got some national leaders out here in this audience. So let's get into it. Okay, folks, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And now we see that, you know, essentially the leader of the free world has come down with this. And, you know, so people need to know, you know, what is a virus? What is a bacteria? Maybe a little bit about what's the difference. And let's just talk a little bit. We're not going to spend the whole show talking about this, but let's just spend a little bit of time understanding what are some of the things that we could do to stay healthy. I believe that an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. So let's talk about our ounce of prevention. What can we do right now? So let's see, let's go back on back over to Dr. Sam. So there's quite a few things and I like to talk about the free stuff, right? <laughs> so what can we just do that we, we, we do on an everyday basis, but just tweak it a little bit, right? So as a sleep medicine expert, sleep is my go-to. Oh, I see you shaking your head. Yes, it is my go-to. You guys, I can't explain how much sleep is so underrated by our healthcare system and by us as adults. You know, if you have kids out there, type in the chat if you guys have any kids, you know that you're like, oh, it's nap time because they're cranky, right? Well, it's also if they're sick, you realize that your kid sleeps more often if they're sick, right? It should be the same for adults as well. Um, statistically, if you have less than six hours of sleep at night, um, you are at an increased risk factor, 200% increased risk factor for a fatal heart attack. Okay. One night of just four to five hours of sleep decreases your natural killer cells by 70%. And natural killer cells, let me back up. Those are the, the soldiers that come in when you have a virus or a bacteria, an infection that kind of just zone in and say, oh, nope, let me take care of this. Okay. Those are the invaders there. They go attack your invaders. Sleep is important for 
um, like you do obesity medicine, um, Dr. Carroll. So sleep is so important for regulating our weight, um, for diabetes, for hypertension. So when we talk about this pandemic and um, coronavirus in general, not just COVID-19, I'm talking about coronavirus in general, cold and flu as well, right? Underlying causes um, that we keep talking about these comorbidities like diabetes and things like that, we can help those by just sleeping correctly, right? So I have what's called a NAP system, which is, I explain this to my patients. It's an acronym, it's N-A-P-P. So the N is for say no. No is, we're gonna say no to blue light. So blue light is the same light that we get from the sun and the sun is awesome. It gives us vitamin D, it makes us more alert, it gives us energy, that is that blue light. But blue light is also found on your cell phone, your devices, your TV, your screens for your monitors and your computers and we're doing a lot of that and zooming and whatnot right now, right? That actually decreases your, the blue light increases the alertness, but it also decreases melatonin. Melatonin is the initiator of your wind down signal. Melatonin is also the master hormone of the immune system. So when you're getting too much of that, then you're revving yourself up. So I always say, say no to blue light, which means uh, two hours before bedtime, maybe even more if you still feel like you're a little bit wound up and you can't get to sleep, then you might need to say no a little bit sooner. No to caffeine about two to three hours before bedtime. That's going to keep you awake. And I think that some people where we're talking about herbal teas are wonderful. Some herbal teas have caffeine. So you actually need to kind of check that before bedtime. Um, Say no to bringing work home. I know that that's really a hard thing to do, but say no to bringing work home, kind of like just chill out at nighttime and allow your body to process and relax. Um, The A is for the appropriate um, amount and the appropriate time. So in Chinese medicine, it's between 10 and 2 a.m. Those are the four hours that I need for you to get some sleep. That's when your body makes melatonin. So that's the appropriate time that I want you to sleep. It's different for everybody. There's a way to calculate how much time your body specifically needs to sleep. The first P is for plan. So just like I was talking about with kids, we have a bedtime routine, X, Y, and Z. Here's the time you're going to have dinner. Here's the time we're going to do bath. Here's the time you're going to do your prayers. You're going to sing a song. You're going to read a book. You're going to sleep, right? We can do that as adults as well. We need a bedtime routine. So just like you were talking about having your cup of tea. Okay, so maybe you have a decaf cup of, you have dinner, you have a cup of decaf tea, you write in your journal or something like that. You take a bubble bath and relax and then you go to bed. But you're going to do this consistently and it builds up your muscles to say, okay, this is what she's doing. I remember this is where I'm supposed to go to sleep, right? And then the last P is always for positivity. You end your night with positivity. And I like to do this with a gratitude jar. Some people like to do it with a gratitude journal. So you just simply write on your piece of paper, what are you grateful for that day, right? Not in your mind constantly thinking about what do I have to do the next day? What went wrong? All that kind of stuff. You want to end it on a positive note. So sleep is one of those tips that I'm like, that in itself is free and can boost your immune system. Dr. Sam, that was so awesome. I would like to see people 
I'm going to, I'm going to just set up a challenge right here and right now. I would like people to try on, to take on your nap, your system, which you just described to us for the next yes. five nights and just find out what happens. Just starting tonight, Sunday night through Thursday night. And I want people to just journal, just write it down, the differences they notice in their day. If they just do that. Let's just do it for five nights. Who out there is willing to take on the challenge of applying the nap system starting tonight? I know I have done this like for 10 nights in a row to reset myself, especially that bath at night and just create that little spa experience. Mm-hmm. It makes a huge difference. Just like you have that bedtime routine, if you've got children, mm-hmm yourself the grown-up version of that. Yes. So I'm just asking y'all to do it. Who out there is going to try to do it for the next five nights starting tonight? Go ahead and drop that in the chat. So Dr. Jekyll, come on in here. Give us what is your what is your juicy tip that you know almost makes a transformative difference in terms of what people can do right here, right now. They don't have to my goodness, they don't even have to see an expert for it. But we have been, we've stepped away from that. We've stepped away from really knowing about our own self-care. Unmute. There we go. (laughs) So all the lifestyle pieces, which Dr. Sam, you know, just touched upon. I mean, what are the things we can actually control, which is our food, Um, it's our sleep and also movement. So Dr. Carol is all about movement. Uh, (laughs) So, (laughs) so it's even more important now during COVID and the pandemic to get to move. So one of the things I also love to do, um, is with the teas. I love teas like passion flower, valeriana, chamomile. A lot of people know about chamomile. Um, and those all help to relax you also before you go to bed. And also I always feel like you're kind of telling your body when you have a routine around it, that it's time to shut down. So for me, um, I go into a lot of those basics of that stress is a huge thing, especially right now. Like what do we actually do to manage that? Because stress with actually any condition, including chronic disease conditions, the first piece is um, a stress, a stressor that occurs that starts the inflammation process. So again, a stress occurs and gets initiated in the body to create inflammation. And so what I often work with patients, especially right now is how are we creating routines in our schedule? You know, meditation, uh, mindfulness, Dr. Carol does it every day in the morning, um, during the weekday, how are we incorporating those things in our lifestyle? Um, how are we setting down um, those those times? Like um, Dr. Sam mentioned, like when we go home, what are those shutdown times? You know, after eight o'clock, I'm not doing any work. Or um, what are our self care? You know, what are, what are ways that bring us joy, and how are we incorporating that? Like in our, in a, on a weekly basis. For me, I love anything that's like kind of spa. You know, I know Dr. Carol says that's not necessarily self care. Self care is more meditation. That's what was the word you call it? Self. There's a different word she calls it. Yeah, so self-maintenance. Self-maintenance. You can have (laughs) a self-care experience while doing self-maintenance. So, you know, getting your hair done. Uh, going, getting your nails done, your, you know, your regular doctor visits, right? You know, those part of self-maintenance. 
and you may or may not have a self-care experience. So, you know, self-care experience, it's something that you do every day. Mm -hmm. And when you talk about movement, when you talk about prayer, when you talk about meditation, when you talk about the gratitude journal, that is self-care. Okay, great. Thank you. So I think a lot of my self-maintenance somehow translates eventually to self-care, <laughs> but the self-care is huge. Um, another thing I'm very into is nature, um, making sure I know during this time, I told a lot of my patients because we were all sitting, not all, but a lot of us were sitting down in front of a computer way more hours than we ever have. I know for me in the height of it, I mean, I was sitting in one spot for like 10 hours. And so it was really important to move. So how do we get going in the morning? How do we go in the you know middle of the day in terms of walks? Because there's tons of studies of the importance of nature on your neurotransmitters, do, you know, dopamine, your serotonin levels, and also um, longevity. So like people that um, did do more activity in terms of outside and nature, there's much more of a connection to something, you know, bigger than us. And it really grounds you in a way that's very profound and is something that you really can't get through just even general exercise. So being outside in nature is huge. It's like a natural, you know, antidepressant. Um, and then also during COVID, I'm very into social connections. And so there's also tons of studies that if you only have, I think it's like less than five, five friends you could reach out to during a situation, um, you're actually less likely to live as long. It's about five to seven years less longevity if you have less social connections. So during this time, social connections were even more important because they were a lot harder to do, right? And so that was another thing in terms of when I talk about stress, there are all the things that I try to talk about with my patients of how are we building our social connections? How are we getting movement, nature, all those things that help support and then self-care to help support that stress response. And then if that's not enough, then I start looking at, you know, nutritional supplementation, herbal medicine, those other things that can help support them, especially in a significant stage of stress, which a lot of us are in as well. So, yeah, many of us are in constant stress. There's the stress of what's going on in the world right now. There is, uh, we're fear, uh, feeling and experiencing um intergenerational trauma, you know, passed on, particularly if you are, you know, a person of color living in our society right now. So we're getting bombarded on the daily level and also on the epigenetic level. And that accounts for some of the reasons why you see the virus, the pandemic impacting uh, more so on uh, people of color Native Americans, the Latinx uh, population. So any of where you see this intergenerational and systemic trauma. So we have Patricia who says she's going to try this challenge, Dr. Sam. She does a gratitude jar that she reads on New Year's. So I'm hoping she's going to do a gratitude jar that she starts on a daily basis. And good morning to Erica and good morning to Siobhan and welcome. So excited that you have chosen to join us this Sunday morning. All right. So my beloved is saying the stress accompanied to fear is large. It is large. Something that he is seeing in his work as the executive director of uh, Murray Grove a retreat and spiritual center. 
And I'm so grateful he's here. He's in the middle of a, a major sesterocentennial uh, conference right now. But, you know, he is, you know, team support, team support. So important to your point, Dr. Jaquel, social connections, those social connections and the fewer social connections you have, there's a direct correlation and it's reciprocal as the social connections, what decrease the disease prevalence increases. So, you know, we want to bring up that the we want to create the beloved community. We want to equalize uh, those connections and then, and then increase our social connections increase that corresponds directly to epigenetics, present day genetics. And Dr. Jaquel, I have a question for you. I know one of your areas of expertise is environmental health and how our interactions with the external world, and you were talking about that when you were saying get out in nature, but there's also disparities in that. So particularly when you're talking about, you know, inner city, talk to us a little bit about that, if you will. Yes, because the opportunities for going out in nature are way, way more limited, right? And so how do you incorporate those in certain ways? Yes, so so I am a member of American Academy of Environmental Medicine. And so what I usually try to work with, um, one of the biggest things is pollution um, in urban areas. But then also during this time with the pandemic, there's just work closer to each other, right? So there's less of the ability to do all of the, you know, the social distancing, or sometimes a lot of people are living in the same household or we have families living within the same house household, which obviously increases exposure. So really, um, as it pertains to like er- environmental medicine, you know, um, in, and also in urban areas, what do we do to protect ourselves as much? Um, a lot of um, the the patients or I've worked with um, in, you know, inner city, like in terms of food options, lots of times there's access issues, right? So can you get, you know, frozen foods, for example, in those times? Because um, when they actually f- uh, flash freeze them, they're in the active season time. So sometimes I'll work on those things like frozen vegetables. I also will say, um, obviously, organic food is we see it as a luxury and there's an expense to it. Um, but a lot of people used to always tell me it's expensive, but fast food oftentimes is just as expensive as the healthy food when you actually calculate it. So it's really, are you actually taking the time and the preference for it? So a lot of those frozen vegetables and things are often cheaper than the fast food, but we often say that because it's a lot easier for us to do that. I mean, people will go to McDonald's and spend like $10, um, which you could get a salad for less than that, right? So those are the things kind of we go through, but I also, there's, um, a list called the dirty dozen. So if we're looking at environmental medicine, like pesticides and things like that, and some people, since again, they're limited in getting organic, which things should you get organic? It's called the dirty dozen. And then there's also called the clean 15. So you can Google to get the full list, but part of the things on the dirty dozen, meaning that they get sprayed and those are foods that you want to get that are um, organic are things like strawberries, spinach, kale, um, apples is also another thing that's often sprayed with pesticides. So as much as you can get with those foods of those dirty dozen that are organic, that's also helpful. Um, also, I just tell people to look out for things like their lotions and perfumes. All those have parabens and phthalates, which we call, which are all chemicals that get directly absorbed into your body that your body doesn't actually know how to manage or deal with. So how 
how do we look at limiting our exposures of things that we're, we're putting outside our, our body is actually our skin, which a lot of people don't know is our largest organ elimination. So that's why we have acne, we have psoriasis, we have eczema. And when you see people with eczema, most of the times they have some kind of food allergies or food sensitivity. And your skin is actually the last place of elimination, right? And so we have to think about that with the things we're putting on the outside of our skin that we actually do absorb that into our body and our body has to now process it through something that is not natural to us on how to process through. So those are all ways to do it, even regardless of where you live, of limiting those exposures, trying to pick foods in those like dirty dozen or clean 15 that are going to be the easiest for you given any limitations that you have. Also farmers markets, co-ops, a lot of them, they do have those available often in urban areas as well. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I, again, I hope that you all are taking notes. Uh, Marianne has dropped in the chat the Dirty Dozen. Dr. Carol, can I just give the website? If you're looking for the Dirty Dozen and you're looking for the Clean 15, it's on the environmentalworkinggroup.org. So that's www.ewg.org. Um, they are a plethora of information and even for like radon and other things that might be in your county, um, you can just type in your zip code. They have so much information there, especially when it comes to environmental medicine. So you can definitely find they usually have little cards that you can cut out that have the um, the dirty dozen on one side and the clean 15 on the other side. And also the way that I learned it in environmental medicine is if you are biting into it or if you are eating it straight, that should be organic, right? So a banana, when you peel the banana, right, you're going to eat the inside of it. So that doesn't necessarily have to be organic. An mm -hmm. orange, you peel. So it doesn't necessarily, it's not on that dirty dozen list, but a strawberry you're biting into, an apple you're biting into, that's an organic, yes, you have to have that organic. Mm -hmm. That makes it easier for you to kind of understand what we're talking about. Thank you, yes. Dr. Erica. Yes. And then like, yeah, you look at something like avocado, that's on part of the clean 15, you actually are peeling off the layers. So you're getting the inside. So even if it's sprayed, those are easier for you to actually to manage itself. And so I, I like um, what Dr. Sam mentioned too, about other exposures, like um, in areas with more pollution, there's higher lead, uh, very, very high, particularly for people of color, African-American specifically, um, higher rates of asthma and things like that. So we want to look at what do we do to support, um, I see someone had Asked, I think Dr. Dietrich about yes. ways to detox from those additives and chemicals. Um, some things I like to look at for patients are, I know Dr. Sam is much more, she's probably going to say all external things, I assume like castor oil and things like that yeah. <laughs> um, externally on your skin to help your liver and to things to get things moving. Um, also another common, you know, look, I look at supplements that also help support the liver functioning. Um, so things like glutathione, which actually is a big thing that's been coming up recently, liposomal glutathione, which helps with the liver phase one, you know, phase more phase two, but phase one and phase two of the liver. Um, milk thistle, a lot of people know about that. Dandelion, which you can actually get as uh, as a tea, um, which usually I'll start with that helps to just support the liver. So I look at things that will allow your liver is the big place to detoxify. Also, you know, being careful with the kidneys, but those are things that I look at in terms of how do we actually eliminate exercise eliminates actually because you're sweating and you're getting it out of your skin. 
which we just talked about is the largest organ for detoxing. So, so actually exercise is huge saunas. I have a couple, I have a sauna bed in my home, a sauna, portable sauna. I love doing that as part of my self-care. Um, so those are all ways to eliminate too, as well, without having to take something internally. Exactly. And I'll piggyback on that if you don't mind, Dr. Carol. Um, so we're overlooking the things that we have right there. You guys water, (laughs) water, water, water. Okay. So first let me back up when we're thinking about detox, pooping, pooping is a detox, right? So when you're pooping and when you're peeing correctly, you are eliminating toxic waste, right? So if you're constipated, you need to think, hmm, I might be, um, harboring or having a bunch of toxins that are still in there. So you want to make sure you're not constipated. That's number one. Okay. Uh, Dr. Chuck Kell already alluded to it, that your skin is your largest amongstuary or the place in which we can detox really well as well. So sweating, of course, but when you're drinking water, you're actually allowing, um, the toxins that are our bowels and stuff like that to actually become smoother so that you can eliminate, uh, correctly. Okay. So water hydration really will help you also detox. And then she alluded to the castor oil pack. I, that is my favorite go-to therapy for most of my patients. It is very easy to do. All you need is castor oil, but I'm very particular about the type of castor oil that you use. Some castor oil is not processed correctly, and then you're just going to add toxins to your liver. So you want, um, I like the Edgar Casey brand specifically. It doesn't have all of the chemicals in it. You're going to take the castor oil and you're going to put it on a cotton flannel cloth or a white t-shirt that you cut up. If you have that, put the castor oil on there and then your liver is located on your right side. For women, it's like right underneath underneath the bra strap, a little over to your right. You're going to put the castor oil side down And then I like to use a hot water bottle on top of that. Some people use a heating pad. I don't like the electrical current going in there. So that's why I like the hot water bottle. And then you just sit for 20 to 30 minutes. And I will have patients do that every other day. I will have patients do it three times a week. And some patients, I will have them do it every single day. And what they tell me is that they call it their happy time. It makes them sleep better because you're detoxing, of course, right? So it is a a small laxative. And also one of the other things that we can use as a supplement for detox is vitamin C. So vitamin C also um, acts as a uh, laxative. So it's helping you to poop as well. So So Dr. Sam and Dr. Dukel, both of you, thank you for that. Could you talk a little bit, sometimes um, people use like, natural clays also is a part of, of, you know, they actually ingest it or they put the binder on their skin. Could either one of you comment about that? Yes. Yeah, so, and I actually forgot to mention the most important also is like foods. We didn't talk about foods to eat to, help to detox. So crucifer, just real quick, we dug cruciferous vegetables, broccoli, you know, cabbage, um, artichokes actually is huge. They use that in supplement form as well for detox. So I forgot to mention that, which is really important. Um, so a lot of people use yeah, activated charcoal. There's also zeolite clays that people use. You have to be really careful about that though. So this is a place where working with a naturopathic doctor does help because people have different, um, and Dr. Sam alluded to like your digestions, like some people are more constipated, some people are the opposite, they have diarrhea. And so for some people, the charcoal can like speed it up. And for some people, they can become more, 
you know, constipated. They, they're bound because their digestive system isn't working well. It does help to eliminate. I usually don't like to do that right away or I'll start doing with gentle ones like chlorophyll. That's considered a gentle binder. Um, Homic fulvic acid, those are way more gentle. And then the, the charcoal, the zeolite clays, those are a bit stronger. And so lots of times I'll do that for somebody I'm trying to remove um, that have high levels of mold, high levels of metal when I start doing these heavy binders. But I prep them before for like four to six weeks before we do a binder to kind of pull the rest out of their system. So I kind of have things that are supportive for the liver first, get them going, and then at, make sure their digestion's working well first. And then after that, I look at binders to actually remove remove everything for the system for a period of time. You shouldn't do, just so you all know, binders for a long period of time. So I have a lot of patients that are like, oh yeah, I take charcoal every single day. And it actually can eliminate toxins, but also can eliminate nutrients, like key nutrients, vitamins, things that you need for your body. And so you shouldn't be doing those every day because you're also removing things that you actually need. So that's another, again, reason why you really, it's important to work with someone that really understands those, those nuances because we just go, oh yeah, that's good. I'm just going to take, I'm removing toxins, not realizing you're removing a lot of other stuff with that. So. Dr. Sam, anything to uh, add there? All right. No, I completely concur. I see the same thing with coffee enemas. Everybody's like on a coffee enema kick and I'm like, I've seen people go to the hospital that are doing coffee enemas because coffee enemas can actually deplete your mineral levels. So you have to know that you have to replace those as well. And that's why seeing a naturopathic physician, I, I totally concur with everything Dr. Jekyll just said. We have another question. So do you recommend cheesecloth or wool flannel for castor oil? Wool flannel. Wool flannel. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So my goodness, we're getting comments like great answers. Thanks. Um, my goodness, thank you, doctors, for so much great information. Have a blessed day. I love, I love Wanda's little <laughs> emoji there. That is excellent, wonderful. So a, again, so Dr. Dr. Sam, the hour goes so quickly. You've actually put together an experience where people can come together and get this information. Would you mind just telling us a little bit about that? If you mind. Well, I sure would love to, especially since Dr. Carol and Dr. Jaquel are going to be part of that fabulous faculty that's going to wow you guys. We are actually going to Mexico, Playa del Carmen, May 21st through the 23rd. It is an all-inclusive, all-adult, no kiddos resort on the beautiful beaches of Playa del Carmen. Um, I put this experience together. The theme is really detox. Go figure. So there's a lot of different ways that we can detox. We've already talked about food, but we've talked about movement. We've talked about Dr. Jaquel's going to do acupuncture. Dr. Carol's going to do Qigong on the beach, you guys. We're going to talk about uh, blood type diet and how that's uh, really a personalized diet specifically for you. We're going to talk about the attitude of gratitude because I find that complaining is actually considered a toxin. So all of these things I consider little things. You know how Dr. Carol 
Cheryl just talked about self-care things that you do daily, right? So I want to talk about daily detoxing. I'm going to talk about all of the chemicals and stuff that we put on our hair and our face and things like that. And we brush our teeth with and the deodorant that we use when Dr. Jaquel talks about environmental medicine. So those have chemicals and um, in them that actually are endocrine disruptors. So I want to talk about those from head to toe and how do we change our daily routine so that we're doing something called daily detoxing. So it is called Vital the Experience 2021. I hope to see you guys there with Dr. Jaquel and Dr. Carolyn, myself. Um, we have 14 other physicians that are joining us um, that will rock the stage. We're going to do sound bowl therapy. We're going to do acupuncture, a little bit of acupuncture there. We're going to do uh, hypnotherapy. Um, so a lot of different experiences that you wouldn't get you would have to pay for, of course, different practitioners. I want you guys to be able to experience it all within a two-day um, realm. And for the VIP experience, I'm very into hydrotherapy, which is water therapy. So those people will go to the spa with me, like Dr. Jaquel likes to go to the spa. And in naturopathic medicine, we learn about hydrotherapy which is water therapy, is very big in Germany and European countries where you're using the force of water or you're using different temperatures of water to activate your cells and really heal yourself. So I'm going to go through the hydrotherapy experience with them as well. Uh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. So we saw, so Andrea Evans, and welcome, Andrea. So this is an amazing intellectual property attorney, y'all. So welcome and introduce you to the broader community. She's saying sounds amazing. Uh, Marianne, complaining is a toxin. It is. A lot of people don't know that actually hurts your health. Um, Siobhan is saying thanks and have a great day. Dr. Dietrich is saying sounds amazing. Wow. And trust and believe it is amazing. So again, we do have a healthcare crisis, but beyond that, we have a self-care crisis. These are things that everybody needs to know about and be able to have in your toolkit, right? You want to have things in your toolkit that you can access right away. And so this educational piece which is it's a huge part of naturopathic medicine, NDs educate. I believe in education. The better educated the patients, the better the relationship, and we just soar toward destiny, destination, well-being, and health optimization. So education, education, education. So we want to... Um, Oh, again, I said the time always flies. I want to give each of you a few minutes to talk about your other areas of specialization. So I know, uh, Dr. Jaquel, you really look at, um, you know, the autoimmune system and autoimmunity. Dr. Sam, I know, you know, oncology, right? And internal medicine. So let's talk a little bit about those areas, just like, you know, any other doctor's have their specialization or their area of interest. For me, it's been obesity medicine. So my beautiful colleague from the Center for Mind-Body Medicine and also my partner in a national course that I'm offering, Dr. Kathy, is saying awesome information, super docs. Yes, 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 yes. This is an awesome 
integrative family physician. So again, another super friend, super friend, super friend. So yes, Dr. Eric is saying a self-care crisis, great way to explain it. So Dr. Jaquel, talk to us a little bit about your jam and then Dr. Sam, take us away with your jam. All right. And I think just um, piggybacking what you said is one of the reasons a lot of patients like what they enjoy the most, I think oftentimes with naturopathic doctors is the education. That's actually one of our tenets. So it's like get to the root, root cause of disease. Another thing is um, doctor, doctor is teacher. So oftentimes when I meet with patients, we spend like half an hour literally just going through blood work. What is, you know, oftentimes when they'll go, you know, they find, oh, everything's within it looks okay, but what is actually optimal? Like what's an optimal level of vitamin D, you know, 50s to 60 versus you just hit the cutoff at 32 because the range is 30 to 100. You know, what is optimal cholesterol levels? What is the optimal ratio um, of HDL and, um, and LDL? And so what we work a lot is like working in your optimum level. And so education is like huge for us um, when we teach. And so my area of focus, um, Autoimmune conditions, very common. Um, lupus and rheumatoid arthritis are kind of the two key areas. Family history of, of lupus and rheumatoid arthritis, my mom, my aunt. Um, and so that's always been kind of near and dear for me. Um, also, also, one of the top other things I see is Lyme disease. I am in Connecticut, which is where Lyme was founded. So Lyme and tick-borne illnesses probably comprise over half my uh, patient population. Oftentimes, because many of the patients that I've come come to see me have seen like six to eight doctors um, before they come to see and they still don't feel well. They still feel tired. You know, fatigue is the common one in joint pain. So typically Lyme, autoimmune conditions, anxiety and depression is another piece. Um, ends up being in the mix with all the other stuff um, and environmental medicine like we discussed. So I do some specialized treatments, um, immunotherapy in our office, low-dose immunotherapy, low-dose allergen. Um, there's only actually a couple hundred practitioners that specialize in that area um, and also have very, very clear protocols on how to, like with for Lyme disease, for example, five, five different protocol types as well as um, things for autoimmune conditions as well. So it's a combination of everything. Um, of what we talked about, lifestyle is where we first start. I really believe in trying to have people um, not on tons of things too, because I don't want to replace supplement just like medication where you're on 30 supplements. So we work on that too, of how do you man manage that and maintain it over your lifetime. So I know Dr. Carroll is very much about living to, what is it? 105? What was your age again? 100? It's higher than that, 114? Okay, I don't know why I got 114 from. Okay, 120. 120 years old, right? So a lot of what I'm working on with patients is how do we, you know, it's, it's great to get all, you know, how do we go back to the basics over time? Because that's what's going to sustain you in your livelihood. I don't want to have you on tons of things forever unless they're minimally necessary because it's not likely you're going to stay on these things for 50 years, you know, if you're on tons of stuff. So we try to manage that out. Um, but we always go through lifestyle, stress, and then nutritional supplementation and immunotherapy, which I do pretty frequently in our office. Excellent. Excellent. Dr. Sam? Um, so I don't, I don't like to say that I have a specialty because in naturopathic medicine, we don't treat um, the disease process. We treat the patient that has that 
illness, right? So I could have four different people with breast cancer um, and I'm treating Marilyn. I'm treating Erica. I'm treating this person because even though they all have triple negative breast cancer, ER positive, you know, breast cancer, their underlying constitution is completely different. Their family history is different. So while I say that, you know, in conventional world, it would be oncology or internal medicine, the way in which I treat is I treat the individual, which is called personalized medicine, which is why I'm a concierge physician. It takes takes a lot more time to get to the root cause, like Dr. Jaquel said. Um, oftentimes, I'm spending three hours in an initial consult because I want to know what your grandmother suffered from and how did we get here? And let's go back five years. Did you have new carpet put in? Because that off-gas is formaldehyde, and maybe that's why you have Alzheimer's. Those type of, of conversations you don't see in a conventional medical practice. You just don't see. But in concierge medicine, it allows me to have the time to talk to the patient. I oftentimes have their whole family on Zoom and on um, a conversation with me so that they can add their input so that we can all be on the same page. Oftentimes, I'm often seeing my patients once a week, if not bare minimum, once a month. I need to check in with you once a month. Dr. Jaquel talked about labs. I am huge on I don't like to guess. I like to test. Okay. So for me, that means normally in conventional medicine, um, you will do lab work every six months, maybe even once a year. And I just that's ridiculous to me because your blood cells overturn every 90 days. So that means that I need to look at your blood work every 90 days and I'm going to do a full report on the report because I want you at that optimal level, right? So for oncology, America just is not, <laughs> we're not there yet. So I have to send the labs out to Greece to get the information that I want. Um, when we talk about making protocols, it's not um, here's this protocol, here's that protocol. I gather the information and then I specialize and absolutely make a protocol specific to that patient. Um, just to answer Patricia, how do you boost your immune system before and after surgery? So my answer to you would be, I don't, I would do lab work. Okay. I know that you're not going to like my answer, but I would do lab work and I would absolutely have to know what else are you, are you suffering with? What surgery is it? Um, I can tell you that pretty much all of my patients that are going in for surgery, there's three homeopathics that I give them. I give them Arnica, Staphsagaria, and Phosphorus. And this is Arnica is for trauma. So I'm preparing you for the trauma of surgery and for bruising and aches and pains and phosphorus and staphysagaria have to do with the anesthesia um, and helping you come out of the anesthesia um, properly. Um, you can do all kinds of things to boost your immune system, vitamin D and zinc and all those different things, but different surgeries, um, depending upon what type and how long it's going to be, you can't be on things that are going to thin your blood um, before surgery, those type of things. So that's a conversation that you would need to have with your doctor. I'm sorry that that's not very specific, but. Thank you so much for that. So again, I've posted the uh, websites for Dr. Jaquel one more time. There you go. And ours, um, we're in Fairfield, Connecticut. I think I forgot to say that in the beginning. And I have a, I run a uh, multidisciplinary large integrative medical practice in, um, 
in Fairfield. So we have, you know, nutrition, acupuncture, naturopathic doctors, internal medicine, and we're going to be expanding more. So um, that is our website there to, to see, you know, to, um, to be able to get more information too. And we also do do telemedicine as well. There's Dr. Sam. And it's just me. You get me all day, yeah. every day. Text message, email, video. It's just me because it's concierge and that's what you're paying for. You're paying for me. So. And of course, the vital experience. Right. So important, important. So I am going to let's see. So for for me, for me, for me, I like to give everybody an, an opportunity to to reach out, to talk to me, set up that discovery call. Maybe you have some questions about what you heard here today. What did Dr. Sam say? What did Dr. Jacelsa tell that word? Dr. Jacelsa told that she. I heard a Dr. Sam homeopathic remedy. What's that? You know, and I love to put people in touch with my my super friends. So there, calendy.com forward slash Dr. Carol Penn. Set up your discovery call with me. Also, you all, this show, Weightless in Mind, Body, and Spirit, we come to you live every Sunday morning. But you know what? You can listen to it as a podcast wherever you get your podcast. You can go on over. If you're not sure where to subscribe, go on over to anchor.fm. That's A-N-C-H-O-R.fm. Click on that. And then you can put in my name or, or put in the title of the show. And you could subscribe to wherever you want to su subscribe to or subscribe to all of them. And then you could let your friends and family know about this and listen to this show. So again, the information is so important. We've got a, a couple of comments. So let's have our viewing audience have the last word, the vast word. Uh, so, so we have here, very interesting. Yes, Dr. Andrea, very interesting. Yes, Patricia, thank you to all. It was great. Dr. Dietrich, great talk. Thank you so much. DM Jones, thank you, darling. Yes, that's where you can reach me. Um, Victoria, thank you. Another great show. Yes, we try to keep putting it out there. Keep putting it out there as a women of color, as women in leadership, as a women of color. I know that we all, all three of us take this very personally as a personal charge. It is up to us to be the change that we want to see in the world. You can be in touch with both of these powerhouses, follow them in their, uh, their social networks, their social media networks. And, you know, just we are, we are changing the world. Everybody that I bring on this show is participating in changing the world. So Dr. Erica, I'm so glad I tuned in. We're so glad that you tuned in too. Next week, I want you to come on right back here. I'm going to stay with this theme of having people, you know, look at what are some of the other things that are out there. And I'm not going to say alternative because these, what I'm bringing forward is central to your health and well-being. So naturopathic medicine is not an alternative. It is essential 
to health and well-being. Next week, um, I'm going to have another doctor on talking about energy medicine and another doctor talking about the origins of acupuncture. And again, how you might find that that's your jam. You need to have that information in your toolkit. Listen, you've been listening to Weightless and Mind, Body and Spirit. Yours truly, the host, Dr. Carol Penn, doubly board certified in family medicine and obesity medicine and your master movement meditation and mindset coaching. Yes, movement is my medicine. I will see you all next week and see you during the week for morning meditation, 7 a.m. over at Dr. Carol Penn. Thank you so much, Dr. Jaquel and Dr. Sam. You all were amazing, amazing. Thank you to my sister docs. Bye.